everybody, and welcome to At Home with the Lectionary. We're so glad you're joining us. We are. Uh, I, hi, I'm Father Aaron Burt. And I'm Marissa Burt. And we are recording here for you episode zero. This is uh, an attempt to introduce the podcast as a whole, because we understand some people might have stumbled across it. Maybe you liked what you heard. Now you're wondering, so what exactly is this podcast? So Marissa, what exactly is this podcast? Pretty simply stated, this podcast is designed to have a weekly conversation about the scriptures, the Holy Bible, as found according to the readings of the weekly lectionary. Yes, weekly lectionary. And you might be hearing that thinking, yeah, I know exactly what she means. But for those of you who listen to that and you go, what is a lectionary? A brief definition for that. Um, Marissa, there's plenty of ways in which people have maybe tried to organize their way through scripture, right? Like, what are a few examples? Oh, so many wonderful tools. Some people pick up a chronological one-year study Bible, or you can find checklists all over the place that say how to read through the Gospels, how to read through the Bible in a year or five years. Exactly. And the lectionary really is kind of like that. It's an organized way to read your way through scripture. Now, there are two different kinds of lectionaries. One is a daily lectionary. You can Google and find out about that. But that's not really the focus of this podcast. When we talk about the lectionary in this podcast, we're talking about the Sunday lectionary. The Sunday lectionary is a three-year, as you said, sort of a checklist, a structure, a roadmap for reading your way through Scripture over the course of three years. And it is particularly used for churches, liturgical churches, that um, pull from the lectionary for their Sunday readings. So, What those churches are doing is every Sunday they're visiting four different places in Scripture. Typically, Mm -hmm. you'll have an Old Testament reading. Typically, then you'll have a psalm of response. Then you'll have usually an epistle reading. And lastly, you'll have a gospel reading. So if you've ever been to a liturgical church, you might wonder, well, who decides what readings? The lectionary does. The lectionary is a document that lays out a three-year plan for cycling through not every piece of Scripture, but at least the peaks of the mountain range of Scripture. Mm -hmm. And often you'll see them organized according to the season of the year. So there might be different themes emphasized or different gospels followed each year. and, And you'll hear us highlighting those throughout the lectionary throughout the podcast. Exactly, exactly. The lection does a great job of doing that for us. Now, if you know a little bit about lectionaries, you might be saying, but which lectionary are you guys pulling from? Um, We actually are kind of doing two things. Mostly, primarily, we are pulling from what's called the Revised Common Lectionary, or just the RCL. You can look online to learn a little bit more about that, or you can go to uh, lectionarypage.net is my favorite resource for finding that. And we like that lectionary because it is sort of, it's used by a wide variety Mm -hmm. of churches uh, outside of even Anglicanism, which is our backdrop. But because we are Anglicans, and in fact, Marissa and I are part of an ACNA church within the Anglican communion globally, um, we also sometimes give attention to another lectionary, right? Mm -hmm. which would be from the ACNA 2019 prayer book. So you may hear us reference that as well. That's right. Now, that's a little bit about what this lectionary, uh, sorry, what this podcast is. But who is this podcast for? We like to think of it as really for two different groups of people, the person in the pew and the person prepping a sermon. Mm -hmm. Marissa, what's the person in the pew piece of this? 
Well, I think it could be, I mean, one of the wonderful things about the internet is it could be anyone on the other side of that device listening to this. And and I'm excited at the thought of that. Anyone who loves a scripture and wants to inhabit it more and dwell in it more. In particular, the person in the pew, perhaps in a liturgical church is where you worship on Sunday mornings. You'll have heard these readings on Sunday. Maybe it's a rare sermon that covers all four readings that you hear on Sunday. Sometimes they do. Even if it, even if you have heard a sermon on that, though, this gives you an opportunity to revisit those readings throughout the week, to really sit with them and meditate on them and consider them. We want to dwell in the scriptures. So for the person in the pew, this is a way to engage in conversation, virtual conversation about uh, the texts for the week. Exactly. And, you know, there's just, there's only so much that you can put into a sermon. I I preach most Sundays, so I know there's a ton that when you sit with a, a passage, a ton of what you notice and observe and enjoy about it has to get shaved off. It can't make it mm-hmm. into the sermon. So this is a chance to capture some of those things that get edited out, so to speak. But then also for people who are prepping a sermon, we want this, we're, our hope is that this podcast would serve as a sort of a utility to you that you get a chance to just sort of hear other people work through and enjoy and wander through the scripture readings that maybe you're prepping a sermon for. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking both of the person in the pew and the person prepping a sermon. That's who this podcast is for. But we felt like it was also important to say, who are we? Right. And a big piece of the podcast is we enjoy this. It is wonderful (laughs) to set aside a time each week for Aaron and I together to discuss the scripture readings. Something we like doing. Uh, which is a, a big piece of the longevity of this podcast for us. Of We just enjoy doing this. We find it uh, nourishing to our spiritual lives and also would love to invite others into the conversation in the way we might invite people into our homes, in our, into our home to discuss the scripture. We'd love to do that virtually. So we have been in church ministry for a couple of decades now. Yeah, we have, you know, and even I take a step back and put a couple layers underneath the fact that we've been in ministry. Now, I think it's helpful to just tell the people, first of all, we're Christians. Mm, <laughs> yes. A, that's a valuable thing to just <laughs> say, we're we're Christians. And um, we, we also have a belief in, in the authority of mm-hmm. Scripture. This is why it's so not just important to us, it's personally valuable to us. We think that Scripture is authoritative. So when my life comes into conflict with what the Bible says, guess who has to move? I do. I have mm-hmm. to bring myself rec- reconciled in, into um, alignment with Scripture. Mm-hmm. So we're Christians. We believe in biblical authority. As Marissa said, we're 20 years deep into Anglicanism. Uh, particularly, I'm a priest. I'm an Anglican priest. I serve as a rector at Advent Anglican, which is a church in the greater Seattle area. Rector, by the way, means senior pastor, if that's a new term for you. And then also, I'm, a, I'm, I'm years as a church planter as well. Marissa, what would you add to that? Well, we both have seminary degrees, which, you know, can mean a whole wide range of things, depending on who's listening. But we include that here to encourage you that though this is a casual conversation, we're not prepping by looking at commentaries each week or anything like this. We do have a theological background that gives us some context uh, to explore the texts here. That's right. And our background also includes a variety of different church traditions. I did not, uh, I, I grew up not a Christian and I spent years in the Foursquare Church, which is Pentecostal and charismatic. And Marissa, what's kind of your backdrop? 
all over the place in the Protestant church. Uh, I went to a Catholic school and uh, many different Protestant traditions for Sunday worship. And I'm fond of saying that um, I appreciate any corner of the church that's offering living water. So I love the different expressions within the church. Absolutely. One of the things I like uh, about the church that I serve, I always say, what makes us common is more important to me than what makes us distinct. That is to say, what it is that makes us like all the other churches is more important to me than what makes us distinct. And because of that, as Aaron mentioned earlier, the the high value on the authority of Scripture that's a high value to us, but also the recognition that the Word of God is what the Lord has given His people for everything needful for life and godliness. And so it is worth our attention. It's worth our intentionality for spiritual formation, exhortation, uh, mutual encouragement, many nourishing things in our spiritual lives. We hope it will be fruitful in our own and in yours as well. Absolutely. So hopefully that's a little bit of a picture of who we are. You could, of course, reach out to us if you have any questions uh, beyond that. But one last question for this introductory episode, why at home? And we've said at home with the lectionary. We say that, Marissa, and we've explained a little bit of you know, who we are, who we imagine they are, and what the lectionary mm-hmm. is that it's centered around. But how would you answer the question of why at home? Why have we named it that? I think there are several layers here. One being we're, we're recording this midway through the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic, which has limited ways in which we can invite people physically into our home. That combined with the life stage we're at, we have, we have six children at home, which means our opportunities for inviting people in to sit and have an uninterrupted conversation about the scriptures, they're pretty few and far between, but we'd love to do that with our own parish, as well as other listeners. So we, this is a way of inviting you into our virtual home for a conversation uh, around the table of God's Word. Absolutely. So consider this your invitation to come into our home we, and sit around the Bible. It's something we just enjoy doing. We love mm-hmm. doing that. Um, and in that same vein, th- I think it's helpful to say we say at home because this is not a scholastic endeavor. Mm-hmm. This is really more of just a a home uh, experience. So we want you to feel uh, at home with us. But Mm -hmm. then you've also said, Marissa, you want people that we want people to feel at home with God's word. That's that's the double play of this title, right? At home with the lectionary. It makes me think of this uh, quote attributed to Martin Luther, where, where he says the language of scripture should be that of a mother speaking to her children. And there's a sense that we don't want to be arm's length with the scriptures. We want to, be up close. We want to be at home. This is our native language as Christians. And so we want to invite you home into God's word in a metaphorical sense as well. Absolutely. So we certainly feel at home most with the word of God. We hope that you will feel at home with us and feel at home with God's word as well. And may the lectionary be a helpful and useful guide for all of us to spend time together with God's word. Well, God bless you, friends, and we look forward to seeing you back out there on the roster of episodes. See you then. Water level rising, living almost broke. 
All the politicians have gone up in smoke You take up your cross, I'll take mine We'll go up to higher ground and wait out the time Jesus, don't pass us by Jesus, don't tarry now Some say you won't return Jesus, it might as well be be troubled for the Bible to say War tribulation will greet the final day Brother share the gospel Sister do the same Sing the saintly chorus till we join that refrain Jesus don't pass us by Jesus don't tarry now Some say you won't return Jesus, it might as well be tonight